Welcome back, everybody, to Talking It Out with Mike and Brian. And on today's show, we're talking about how you maintain a successful relationship with a demanding career. And today's guest is Matthew Judon. He's an outside linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, and we're so happy to have him on. Definitely so. Yo, to all the listeners, thank you first and foremost for, you know, giving us all the feedback. I read every single last one of them. Brian read them, our team read them. And so, quite honestly, we're just going to talk it out. We're going to get into a few of them. Uh, So we appreciate that. You know, and again, today we're going to be talking about maintaining a successful relationship with a demanding career. So basically somebody answered, how do they balance a demanding career with their relationship? They basically said, prioritize the relationships and consider your significant other when making career moves. How how do you, you, like, I think there's a pro and con to that, right? So for example, if I'm Tom Brady, do you think Tom Brady uh, prioritized Giselle or does he prioritize football? And does your spouse understand that? So if I'm Kamala Harris, does her husband prior, does like he understand that her as vice president coming first? Like, I think that has to be a deeper question. You feel me? I mean, sometimes a career is more important depending on who you are. I think it all depends on the scenario. I mean, take Rachel and I. Yeah. She's she knows I'm running a business down here in Miami by myself. She knows the amount of hours that I put in. And at the end of the day, everything falls on me. I mean, I'm on this is the first time in my life after the show that I basically started uh, being an entrepreneur. So I've worked so hard to build this thing up. And that's funny you say that it's, you know, everything is going well. And it would have obviously gone better with, you know, if COVID didn't happen. But this last quarter, 2020, it's really going and I'm really happy about it. But then what 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 obviously pops in my head is the long distance aspect of my relationship. And I'm here in Miami. She's in L.A. And she has a much tougher time traveling due to the COVID restrictions that her job has on her. So I'm the one that actually has been having to travel out there to LA whenever I get a chance. And we see that's just that's just understanding the position and being shown respect. Correct, correct. And it's like we got to see each other. So it's like if you can't come out here, I got to go to you. I don't, I don't mind. So it's definitely not easy. Um, And that's we've been doing that for several months, man. But so it's like in one sense, I have a responsibility to my patients, and you know they pay me good money to help them feel better. But at the end of the other end of the spectrum. You know, there's my marriage and my commitment and all the vows that I I said, you know, when we got married. So it, it's yeah. it was very difficult. And we kind of had a little bit of a talk before the new year about our future and how we were going to uh, bring our lives together. And I'll be I honest, appreciate man, we, that because yeah, talking is hard sometimes. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like we kind of came to a little bit of a crossroads there, you know, yeah. in my like from my perspective, it's like. I have this business, it's growing, I want to, I have certain goals, I want to reach certain thresholds. And at the same time, she wants to be together, she wants to start a family. And don't get me wrong, like, I want the same exact things. It's just, personally, you know, when you set goals, like, and you're, you're yeah. achieving them, but you haven't gotten to, you know, the, the height of them, then, you know, you kind of want to see them through. Steve Harvey talked about that, bro. He's Steve Harvey talked about the type of man that you are and saying that yeah. some men are just like, yo, babe, 
this is the goal. This the man that you have is a, a very goal oriented individual, and he ain't gonna stop until he gets that goal yeah. first. So, for you to realize that and scale back on that for your wife is a beautiful thing. Absolutely, and I, like I feel most definitely, I would I would have accomplished those goals, but at the same time, I probably would have needed a little bit more time, and that's not somebody something that was afforded to us. So, at the end of the day, of course, what's most important to me is our relationship, and I prioritize the relationship. So. Um, you know, you know, people say sometimes like, um, well, you met them and they were doing this, right? I think that's BS sometimes. And and, I, and that's not that's an unpopular opinion. The reason I say it's BS is because the point of marriage, right, is to be together forever. Right. Yep. But people change. You feel yeah. me? People change like multiple I'm, times. I, I, I might. In I a might, lifetime. Yeah. Facts. Right. I might one, one day, you know, I might get a calling from God to be a preacher. Right. And, and I'm traveling across the world like my time for my lady is now not as much. You feel me? Or my lady can become Kamala Harris, right? And now she's super busy, you feel me? And so therefore, it's not, I hate, I don't really think that the saying, oh, they were doing this when you met them is fully accurate because when you're together, the relationship also blossoms, right? And so like you and Rachel had to have a conversation and you had to, you know, check yourself. She may have to check herself and come to a, a, a beautiful a beautiful blossoming. So I really appreciate that for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you gotta, you gotta choose each other every single day. And, and that's, and that's what it is. Say that again, brother. People need to hear that. You got, you got to choose each other every single day. Um, sure. you know, in order to preserve a marriage in order, in order to preserve a relationship, you got to prioritize the relationship. I mean, that's the only way you could get it done. And it's a situation where, I thought to myself, I love this woman. I want to grow a family with her. I want to move forward. I want to take that next step in our life. So as far as the decision of what to do, you know, here in Miami with my practice, that was easy. I could practice anywhere in the country. And yeah. L.A. has always been a place that I wanted to be. So, and of course, you that's better than me, homie. Them, them taxes are low. Hell mercy. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Let me tell you that. But yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to be there. I have a lot of friends there. There's a whole ton of opportunity there, Definitely. Um, yeah. you know, outside of chiropractic. So it's a situation where. I'll gladly make that sacrifice. I want. I can't wait to be with her again. And at the end of the day, I know you. I do. prioritize my relationship, and I'm moving to LA soon. So there we go. It's, there uh, we go. it's a beautiful I'm thing. about it. It's beautiful for me. I would say, like you know, obviously not being married. It's a, uh, and I'm extremely busy. The things that I have going on, you know, the the, the outside world doesn't know. You know about offline. The world will know uh, in the coming months. But to me, I I don't give a damn how busy a person is you always have time to do something special, right? Okay. And what I mean by that is- Nobody's too busy, bro. No, ain't not a- <laughs> That's e, bullshit. Not, Elon Musk is not too busy. No. And what I mean by that is he may not be able to, or she may not be able to give you 10 hours a day because if they can, they ask is probably retired or broke, just being 100, right? And so therefore, someone like, let's I'm take me for example. When I'm dating, I am extremely busy, but you know what? You can always be like, Hey, babe, I just got out of this meeting and this is I was thinking about you when they said this sweet. That's sweet. Right. That's it. Or or, that's it. or you do got to I ain't going to front it, it with someone like me. I'm extremely ambitious and I'm like they my entire life. Everyone has always said I'm like a stallion that they try to pull back the reins on. And I'm always just trying to keep moving forward and just, you know, keep galloping. It's something that I got something from Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to the legend. He said. You have to put just as much energy as you do in your professional life as you do in your relationship, right? 
So the lady, like when I when I'm dating, I'm not. She may not get 15 hours of me, but damn sure believe the passion that I have for her is just as high as the passion that I have for my for my businesses. No, and think about it. Like, let's say it's only three hours out of those yeah. 15. Yeah. Those she's gonna three re- hours. She's going to realize those three hours are monumental, right? Absolutely. And you're going to be 100% engaged Correct. and all the way there, which a lot of people sometimes have problems with, with today's technology and, you know, Correct. being on IG and Facebook, like you're not mentally there. You got to be physically, mentally, emotionally <sighs> there when you do have those moments with your significant other. Yo, I ain't going to front. I, I ain't going to front. I remember one time <clears throat> on his date, we were, uh, we were in bed. And we were uh, we were watching TikToks, and so we were using technology. But you know, we were you know arm in arm or whatever body. We were like you know snuggling or whatever. But we were watching TikToks. Like we we were using technology, but we were doing it together. Somebody else had said the way that they keep the relationship going when they have a when they're trying to they have a really busy successful career, but then also you know keep the relationship going is they have lots and lots of sex, right? Okay. I think that. Let's be one. I don't think. Well, some people are asexual, right? And there's nothing wrong with being asexual. Some people have a low libido. Some people have a high libido. And others have a, a you know a middle side libido. Again, everything goes back to communication. You got to tell your partner, hey, hey. I know you know there's mis- there's misconceptions that guys can go all day every day like you want us to, but your brother's uh, brother tired right now, right? And so you just got to set the set the expectation like that, right? And sex doesn't always have to be intercourse. I want people to know that as well, right? Sex doesn't always have to be intercourse. I personally agree with this uh, this fan. Like, shit, I, I need lots and lots of sex as well. I'm gonna be 100 about it. That, that helps me to release dopamine. It helps me to connect and I feel connected to my partner. Absolutely, man. I mean, the physical physical touch is my love language. It was, when I, when I talked to Rachel about it, that was her love language. So that's something that, she and I connected on. It's very important for a lot of people. I mean, your yeah. sex life is is super important. You got to be attractive to your to your partner. And I agree with you when it when it comes to that communication. You know, sometimes you need to speak up. Like if you're not yes. feeling it that like, night, yes. if you're not like feeling it that night, you up. need to express yourself. Like, but and it's always the way you say it. I feel like like sometimes. Hey, listen. If you have a headache, tell your girl or. Women tell your man, hey, listen, I got a headache, but tomorrow I'm going to put it on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shit, that would make up. me feel like, I'm like I hell yeah, go. okay, let's go to sleep. Let's <laughs> take a melatonin. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's get you some, t- whatever you need. Uh, let me rub your back. Let me let me hook yeah. you up. Yeah. And the next day, you know what I'm saying? You could get it on. So it, it's, it's all about compromise. <clears throat> I want to add to that. And I feel that a lot of uh, people... They they hear that they hear us. They understand it's true, but sadly, they're not in a relationship to where they feel that they can speak freely, mm. right? And to to those listeners, I want to say, get the hell about that relationship, baby, straight up, because I've I've known friends, male and uh, uh, women friends, who have said like, "Yo, I can't tell this to my partner," right? When it comes when it comes to sex, right? And so they feel as if they feel always like got an underlying issue there, though. Like, why yeah, can't I, I, you communicate? I, I feel well, no, nah, it ain't even the well, yes, it's an underlying issue. Why can't you communicate? But I feel like sex in a relationship, people almost feel as if it's mandatory, right? And for me in my relationships, I don't 
it's not mandatory. Like I'm going to turn your ass on every single night or, and or every time that we get together and I'm going to turn you on. It's not a mandatory thing because when it becomes mandatory, it's not fun. It doesn't release that dopamine like that you needed to do. Right. And so lots and lots of sex is great, but I need our listeners to know that that shit is not mandatory. Right. It's if you want to or not want to don't feel obligated to have to give your partner sex because, baby, you ain't going to like it if you feel obligated to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Speak your mind. If you don't want to do it that night, then, you know, say it for another day. But but I do like you said, though, I like how you my bad. I like how you said like communicate with your partner, baby. I don't want to do it tonight, but tomorrow I'm gonna put it on you. That shit, I'm like, what's up, baby? Yeah, go see, up. Like, hey. <laughs> it put a smile. Like just thinking about it puts a smile on your face. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. and also as far as initiating the sex, I mean, I I think sex. Oh my god, say that again. Listen, I think it should be go both ways. You know, Thank like you. sometimes if your man is tired, if your woman is tired, you know. It may take the other person to have to step up in order to initiate that because Thank the other you. person is so damn tired that it's like, okay, if they come on to me and turn me on, now we can go. But Thank if you. they don't do anything, I'm just going to lay here and Thank go to you. sleep. It's, it, men and women both want their person to come on to them. Like, it ain't always got to be the woman or it ain't always got to be the man. Like, bro, I need both parties to realize or whatever type of sexual relationship you have both of y'all are gonna have to come together it's just i, I appreciate you for saying that because oh lord have mercy you don't want to be in a relationship to where you always like having to in- initiate absolutely it's, it's absolutely thing. so another uh question another answer that we got from a fan was setting expectations beforehand and i love that because i really feel that you need to be honest with your partner about the requirements of your job. You know what I mean? Like you need to talk about that stuff beforehand because having a balance between your career and your relationship, you got to discuss that with your partner and you need to let them know, hey, listen, this is what my job entails. These are the things that I'm going to have to go through. Like let's say your career has long work hours or a night shift or you you have to be on call. You know, some like a firefighter, he may be out on the road 24 hours. And then not come back till the next day. So like that that type of job is tough. So imagine if you don't communicate with your partner and they don't know where you are. You can't answer your phone at the time. So all of a sudden now they're thinking all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, oh, if, if it was just a simple uh, communication situation and, and, you know, go away, get away from all those misunderstandings between the both of you. I think you could definitely, uh, you know, have a more successful relationship. So I, I love I setting expectations down. beforehand. You know, I used to want to be a firefighter. Did you really? Like, I legit was. I mean, what job did you not have, bro? Financial advisor. I wasn't a firefighter for the record. I just was highly considering it. I used to ah, think that. Okay. I was about fire, to ask you, did you want to do one of those uh, firefighter calendars? And <laughs> shit. I, I just might. <laughs> I still could ladies, do it. You know? Ladies, you heard it here first. <laughs> I still could do it. But no, I feel like firefighters don't get paid enough for the uh, dangers that they put themselves through. Uh, so that's why I didn't do it. But, uh, no, I agree with you. Like those expectations, people just got to realize again, say the shit, say it. Like you will, no matter how tough it is, like say it, speak, 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 speak. Even if, and I, I go back to this at times, it may be hard for someone to set those expectations verbally. So therefore you might have to write a letter. You might got to DM, even though they're your partner, you might got to text them. And then slowly you can build it up to that. 
but you must communicate that standard, right? It's like going back to our conversation with Paul. Like it's a standard. This is what I do for my practice. My little brother, he's dating a doctor, right? She is a boss woman, always on call and, you know, working her butt off, right? I'm sure her and my brother had a conversation about the demanding career that she has, and she let him know those expectations. She's been in school for goddamn 30 years, right? So therefore, she's going to want to work her butt off to make sure she's a wonderful doctor that she is. Yeah. And so I'm, the expectations is a huge thing. You can't just, to, I'm sorry. Half the time, like as a partner, you just want to be involved. Like you want to yeah. know what's going on. Like you want to feel like you guys are a team. And, you know, Rachel tells me all the stuff that she's got going on. She's interviewing this person and that person. And, you know, then she's got to run over here, run over there. So it's like, I love that because like, I want to, I want to participate in what she's going on, what she has going yeah. on when it she's makes you halfway feel, yeah. across the country, uh, across the country. It makes you feel closer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then that's where it ties into everything we just said when it comes to communication, texting, you know, little sweet messages. I'm, you know, we're constantly sending, you know, little memes to each other, little sweet messages to each other. Um, and that's how you, you keep things going. Uh, yo, let me ask you this question right quick. So Connor, my roommate, he be getting on me because every, I, to be honest, I haven't sent a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, one of those weird tweets in quite a while, right? He said my tweets are a little bit too much. And one time I had said, I was like, this was like maybe a year ago. I was like, yo, I want, I want, I want my lady, because I want to send like them purple devil emoji texts sometime. You know what I'm talking about? Little, Wait, the mean one or the? No, 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 no. I like this. The, 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 you know what I'm saying? When, okay. I, when I get to you, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, okay. You, you got to send them text messages sometime. You can look. Set the expectation. Babe, when I come home. You set I'm, the tone. You set I'm, the tone. I'm, with I'm the rubbing emoji. them feet, baby. When I come home. <laughs> me personally, I ain't doing it, but you know, somebody might do I'm going to pay for you to get a, a massage. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'll, I'll massage you, but I ain't massaging the feet, though. I actually have a question for you. Yes. Um, so obviously, I'm married. I have yes. one woman. We're on the same page. I could basically focus on nurturing that relationship and focus on my career and that's it right yeah yeah but yeah. what is it like for you because you're a single dude and balancing your life and your career because i mean let's face it dating is not easy in today's world it's not cheap all right and i'm sure well i know you have a lot of <laughs> options out there okay so do you feel like as a single man you're more distracted no and no. the, reason, the reason I say that, it goes back to what we were asking. Uh, uh, Distracted Matt. in the sense of like the balance between your career and your relationships with women. No. And the reason is because it's, a, it's an expectation, right? Okay. Uh, and then obviously as, as the relationship progresses, you know, I'm dating, the relationship progresses, it's the expectation was set. You feel me? Like the expectation is, look, I'm trying to like in a, in a famous words of Marshawn Lynch, I'm trying to get my chicken, you know, I'm trying to get my bread. I'm trying to be the absolute best that I could be. And that person, if they like you, they pick up on your social cues. They pick up on your ambition. They pick up on how hard you work. And so for me personally, I don't, it's not a distraction for me. I literally set expectations. I am a super honest individual and I go front. My honesty can come across as some, I think that some women that, some women aren't used to honesty. Let's just be one, right? And so therefore, it may come across, 
I'm very respectful, but I'm also extremely honest. And it, 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 it may be we've had longer conversations because some women just aren't used to a respectful, honest guy. Now, when I say I'm honest, that doesn't mean that I don't say things that they don't want to hear that my, my girl wouldn't want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just more of, hey, I'm honest. These are my expectations. These are uh, this is how I live my life. This is the goals that I have set forth. I would love to add you into my life, but this is the standard. You either with it or you're not with it. So I would say there is so no. It's like you're going to do you. You need to basically be on board with that and help me grow. So, no, because it can go both ways. Right. Okay. Like I'm I'm going to want to help my girl grow, too. Like, to be honest, I think I even said it. If they go to if the listeners go to our uh, our website, they'll see one of the sexiest things that I could do in a relationship is to applaud my girl for getting something that she strived hard for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's, that's just hella sexy to me. Right. We gonna, It's going to be a, a wonderful night that night. Right. So it's it goes both ways. You know, uh, in terms of it being expensive, I ain't going to front. I don't spend money on myself, but. Hey, splurge on the women. I, I I do love to. My my lady gonna be she's gonna be happy from a financial standpoint, right? You know, if, if my baby want a thousand dollar dinner, not because she said it, but I, I I might do that. Now me, I'm eating my my meal prep that costs four ninety per meal, <laughs> but you know I like to do those things, right? So for me, it, financially, it's not a, it's not a thing either. But that's 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 a good question though. But it's not. Nah, it's just be honest. Yo. Be honest, set expectations. Both parties set expectations. Be 100. Because now, I guess I guess with like where I was coming from, it's like you are single. So there's going to be a lot of women coming at you. Um, so you may be all over the place when it comes to your love life. Maybe it, 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 it uh, inhibits your career a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like it makes that suffer a little bit because yeah. you're... You know, you're searching like somebody like for me, like that's how I experienced it. Like when I was single, you know, I was all over the place. I was dating, you know, I was, I was having fun. Yeah. And, you know, to my detriment, I didn't maybe I didn't focus 100 percent, you know, no. on my career because I was focused on other things. And now that I'm married, it's like, OK, I'm locked in. I have my woman. She's she's down for me. She's I, I my completely. You know I completely I can see that from your perspective, but then my perspective is you still gotta date your woman, right? You still yeah. gotta date Rachel. You feel me? Yeah, oh absolutely, like, absolutely. You, you still 100%. gotta date her. Oh no, the, the job is not over. Don't get yeah, me wrong. The job, is not, the job over. is not over, yeah. So to me, it's the exact same. I still gotta date my woman. But I yeah. will agree with you though that before going on TV, before going to Bachelor, when I was a financial advisor, I would I, I wasn't giving time to no woman. Let's just be honest. I wanted to be the, the number one financial advisor in the, in all of America. To be honest, okay. I, I had like a chip on my shoulder. I was like, I'm black. I have tattoos. People may judge me from the way I look. And therefore, my intelligence is going to outweigh anything. And so I gave no time to no woman. It was. So you prioritize your career. Yeah. It, and I ain't going to lie about life. it. It was like, this is what it is. Like, yeah, yeah, we could we could uh, get an itch. We could scratch an itch. But that's it. You know, it, it wasn't none of that. But now I'm post TV. I'm 100, you know, when I was financial advisor, I had a couple of dollars stacked up. So I'm 100% entrepreneurial mode. Yep. And when you're a boss, you, you have multiple people working for you, to be quite honest. There's no other way to say it, but just be honest about it, right? You have people working for you. And so I have like five projects right now. Connor will tell you, I'm, I'm like probably the busiest person he knows. And I have meetings with all of my people. 
and they they do what they're supposed to do. And so I'm able to spend time with my person. Right. I'm still busy as hell, but yeah. it's not as bad as like when I was a financial advisor, because at that point, it's like if I was 22 years old and I was uh, in the NBA. No, I'm not dating. Yeah. Like I'm scratching an itch whenever I need that itch scratching. That's it. And I love what you said, because essentially what you just mentioned right there, which I believe is a part of balancing a demanding career with a relationship is not being afraid to delegate. Yeah, oh, I delegate. You know what I'm saying? Answer. Like you yeah. delegate, you know, you're on the job responsibilities, you know, you're not afraid to say no. And you have other people handle those, maybe those little micro tasks that, right. you know, can take up a lot of your time if you're doing all that where you could spend that time with your lady Correct. and that obviously enhances the relationship. So that's another key to balance is don't be afraid to delegate. You get me and Connor were talking the other day about Elon Musk. We love Elon Musk about the dude is just ridiculous. He's Connor and I both have like a bromance with Elon Musk. And I was telling Connor like, yo, Elon's a boss. Therefore he has to delegate. You know, he, he truly does have to just delegate. And that's what, that's just what I do. I delegate. I'm able to date. Uh, and I spend time, uh, but that will never, and I want everyone to know that will never dictate my ambitions within life. But yeah. a part of my ambitions within life is to build my future children a treehouse. So therefore I know I need to put fire and flame to that as well. Absolutely. Bro, I definitely appreciate that. But family today, we're going to be talking it out with the one and only Matt Judon, NFL player, Baltimore Ravens. Let's do it. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now, obviously, we're talking about how to maintain a successful relationship with a demanding career. So just a little bit about you, man. How long have you been married and how many kids do you have? Um, uh, it's about to be uh, three years. We're going on three years. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, appreciate you. And uh, in three months, we're going to be in three years. And we got two kids. Uh, we got Anaya. She's five. She's in kindergarten now. And uh, we got Leonidas. He's one. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. He uh he just turned one, man. And I had and I I was gonna name Anaya Leonidas before I found <laughs> out she uh, she was a girl. So. Now, now time out, man. Leonidas. I mean, that sounds like a name that he's got to play football. Now, are you gonna allow your your boy to play football? I, I'm allow. I'm gonna give him the tools to do whatever you want. Uh, you know, uh, I I just I just got a karaoke machine, so. If you want to be a, if you want to be an artist, I'm gonna give him the tools to be an artist. Uh, if you want to draw, you know, I'm gonna get him all the oil pastels that uh, he can he can use. So uh, I'm just gonna give him the tools and to build. And uh, you know, I got a gym in my house, and I take him in there while I'm working out. Uh, so uh, if he wants to follow my footsteps and play football, you know, I'm I'm hopefully try to be at every game. Uh, take them, do some extra drills, uh, 
just just give them a strong foundation to start to do whatever you want. And then, you know, as he becomes a teenager, uh, his interests are going to take over way more than mine. Yeah, uh, you know, so I, I can I can want him to be anything. If, if he don't want it for himself, uh, it, it really don't mean too much. But hell yeah, I'm going to let him play football. <laughs> we, got, we got to the answer. He said, hell yeah, you want to play, you want to play. Let it yeah. do his thing. We're a relationship podcast, right? So, like, how do you deal with these internet gangsters talking about if any you've ever had deal with your marriage, right? Oh, they talk about your relationship. How do you deal with that, bro? Man, uh, I so me. It's it's first of all communication with my wife, and right. uh, and letting her know, you know, where I'm at, where I've been. Uh, just trying to over communicate because it might it might be a time where I'm going, I'm going to say I'm going to go work out. But I jump from this workout to that workout to that workout, and I'm gone for like a three-and-a-half-hour span. Or it might be a time where I'm out, uh, you know, with, with some of my teammates, and we might take a picture with somebody not knowing what they got for that picture, but they a fan and stuff, and you don't want to be – and you don't want to be rude, and they like, Fair oh, well, I, was, I was doing this and that with your, with your man. So uh, – so always, it's always first uh, having my relationship with my wife, uh, making sure that she, I mean, she don't ask me about it, but making, giving her enough confidence in uh, me and our relationship, our relationship to just shut that down. And then, and then everybody's going to have their opinion. If I, if I cared about everybody's opinion, it would kill me. But just the ones that like, you know, try to, just try to be mischievous. That's all shut down with communication between me and my wife when we're in the house. Communication is key, Matt. And we talk about demanding careers. How did you and your wife put up with or deal with you on and off the field, like having to leave to go to games, you in the kitchen? I know you got to eat a lot and maintain that food. I told you yeah. I haven't eaten at all today. That's why I'm like skinny as a twig. You feel me? Like, yeah. how does that work? What's that dynamic like? All right, well, so, I mean, I'm going to just take you through one of my days in the off-season. Got to take her night of school uh, to her little school and pick her up, take her around. She got to be there by 8.15, pick her up by 3.30. And uh, we got a calendar. So everything goes on the calendar. So I'm asking you, like, you got nine brothers and sisters, right? Uh-huh. Obviously, there is one aspect is you just worked your ass off. And then once the aspect is, you know, that 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 injury, that career injury never happened when you was like in high school, middle school or college. Right. Yeah. So, like, h- how do you feel about that aspect? Like you got a, a, one of your family members that don't work. They're not hustling. They're not getting a coin, but they try and get money from you. Uh, I see. I'm not too many. I think I think my cousin, I think one of my cousins. He was like flashing money on Instagram and you know some stupid stuff, and then like and then like two weeks later, like asked me for some money. Nope. I was like, nope. I was like, it's like should like, you should, nope. should you establish like a policy or something with your family members? Like I know me and my wife were talking about. It. It's like family members, you get one opportunity to ask me for money. So when yeah. you do ask me, make it good because that's yeah, gonna be the so- last time. Like some type of boundary or standard that you got to set with them and let them know from jump. No, no. See, the, 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 the standard is you got to be comfortable with saying no. 
You gotta be comfortable. That's, that's real. And, that's real. And, that's and you you gonna get you gonna get pushed back and it's gonna be like, oh man, you ain't looking out, you changed stuff, you did this, you did that. Well, uh, yeah, I changed I changed the standard of my life. I changed right. the way I changed the way that I live. I, it's for my kids, it's for my future uh grandkids and for, for their future grandkids. You know, but you gotta get you gotta be comfortable with saying no. And when you don't be comfortable with saying no. Or, or or the the space get too big for you, uh, uh, that that's when it becomes a problem. That's when you know you end up broke. So uh, me and my now wife, well, we was dating. We was, I went to a Division two school. Yeah. So you know, you know, nobody really knew I was gonna go to the league until I was going to the league, and so. Uh, at once upon a time, I remember I she was a waitress. I was uh I was a a valet. I was a valet at a hospital. While in and college. Oh, while, while in college, yeah, while in college. While playing ball. All right, all right. Yeah, so I was playing ball, but like I was D two, so I wasn't getting like the checks that D one athletes get. Yeah. And so and so like it was one night we walked. We walked to the ATM, like down around the corner, and we was just like putting one dollar bills in the ATM because, like, her her uh, checking account was like overdrawn, and and like we and we was doing that. We we had hella ones though. It was like six hundred dollars. It was like six hundred dollars in one. Yeah, you know, we For rich or poor, man. She sounds like a, a ride or die for you. So that's awesome. Speaking of your relationship, man, like how hard is it? You know, obviously athletes, you're a professional athlete. There's a lot of women out there who are, you know, gold diggers going, you know, groupies and whatnot. And they're always after you guys and you're in a, a, a committed marriage. How is that struggle for you when you're on the road and just, you know, w- w- between your marriage? See, uh, that it, it could be a struggle. It'd be temptation, but you just got to stay, you got to stay rock solid. And, uh, and for me, uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm a firm believer in Christ. Uh, so I, I be praying on it. And, w- and when we away, uh, it's, we got a little Bible app and we try to do our nightly devotions and read the Bible together when I'm away. I don't want a female that I don't really care about uh, to come between me waking up and hearing my son cry, even though it's the most annoying thing. I think that's the most like, man, and, and he really can get out of his bed alone, but he just be sitting there crying until like somebody go pick him up. But I'd rather wake up to that than like in an empty house. Uh, nobody, nobody there for me. I'm really caring for myself and I got to do my own laundry. I'd most definitely rather wake up with her right there to Leo crying and to taking a night of school. Absolutely, man. Grass is greener where you water it. Happy wife, happy life. There you go. Happy happy wife, happy life. I want to thank you for the day. I want to get into this rapid fire question right quick. Someone told us you was a fan of The Bachelor, homie. Right, right. So hopefully Mike Johnson, you know, season 15 of The Bachelor, Hannah Brown season, you was a fan of, you feel me? Uh, yeah, but yeah. like, what's been how how you feeling, Matt James, this season? Like, what's been your favorite date on this season, bro? Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. I haven't had a favorite date yet so far, but uh, uh the bachelor they be crying too much. Like, bro, no, <laughs> thank you no for person, saying that. No person in their right you. mind be crying that much. Thank no you, way. bro. Like, you know, my, it's just um, hard. Thank you for saying that, yo. <laughs> you gotta oh understand, God, man. Yo. You're like in this bubble. You have no technology, no Brian, TV, no, no phones. Hey, Matt, man, you and I were in it. You shed Matt, a tear, Mike, a little. No, bit, I did not. So, so like when they be. This well, I don't know. I want to be a fly on the wall. Is Chris that cool in real life? Chris, oh, Chris, cool people. He Chris is the best. Chris, like you can talk shit to Chris. Like I like, I like the fact that he ain't He's like funny. He ain't Very uppity funny. at all. Like he'll talk shit with you. He cool yeah. people. Okay, yeah, because Chris, Chris be really like soothing people on spot. Like he do, he do whatever. He joking. Yeah, like that's what I be seeing. He be joking with you, and then he be joking way like, more off camera. If you would, if you could hear and see, it's funny. Yeah, if you, if you need like a real talk, Chris right there, he, and he and he get that like fatherly voice. He be like, "Hey, just tell me what's going on. Like, we can do whatever you need to do. If you need some more time, he do it. He do it. He, he do like, it. Like, damn, I, I feel comfortable with Chris. Nah, he definitely makes you feel that way. <laughs> but Matt, man, we appreciate having you, bro. Hold on, before right. before we let him go, I gotta answer, I gotta ask this because me and my boys have this like we've had this debate for like years. Coach versus player, back to football, back to sports. Coach versus player. If you were to give a percentage as far as the importance, like is it 50-50 coach player? Is it 75-25? Player 100%. Player 100%. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I need to know. Player 100 yeah, if if you got bums on your team, you're gonna be, it's gonna be a bum team. It don't matter if you if you calling the plays up, if you dialing it up, it don't matter. Oh, that that is music to my ears. Thank you so much. I'm taking this back to my my group chat. <laughs> Take it back to my group chat, bro. Matt, we appreciate you having you, homie. I love the fa- I love the father figure right there. See your baby girl with you. It's beautiful. You yeah. was, you was hilarious. Someone gave us a lot of info. You was you kept it one hundred. Thank you so much for coming hey, on, Matt. Hey man, appreciate y'all. Yo, Brian, that was great talking to Matt. He kept it 100. I love it, man. Then his daughter came in at the end. That was really cool, really sweet. Showed his father's side. Yeah, yeah man. Just, Matt was really tough. cool. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed him talking about, you know, being a professional athlete and how he maintains that successful relationship along with a demanding career, man. Football, football is no joke. They go through a lot. You know, to the homies, to the fans, to our extended family, we love to always hear your opinions, your stories, and your insights. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow, message us on social at Talking Out BN. That's Talking Out B as Ambassador and as a nation on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Baby, for real. Let us know your thoughts. I want to hear. We all want to hear. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, The Wondery app, or baby, wherever you're listening right now. And if you're a real one, don't DM me no more. Subscribe.